0: Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Katie Capper about her Wishes Collection wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at Rue de Paris in Epcot. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she planned this wedding from the UK and, of course, how everything turned out. So, welcome, Katie. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'd love to know how two people from the UK decided that they wanted to get married at Walt Disney World in Florida.
1: So, we are massive Disney fans. We got engaged at Disneyland Paris. And I've always wanted to get married abroad. We don't have the weather over here, it's cold, it rains. So we knew abroad, and it was actually Matt who said, well, why don't we just go to Disney? They have everything there, loads of people to do. So that was kind of it then, was when he suggested it. (laughs) It was decided. (laughs) That's wonderful. Did you look at Escape?
0: Did you always know you wanted to do Wishes because of the numbers, or how did you pick?
1: We did look at Escape, but we, we weren't kind of too far over Escape, but the people who came, we couldn't have cut them down anymore. And then as well, I kind of like the idea of wishes. You're a bit more, you've got a bit more freedom, haven't you? You can have more choices, different things that you can decide. And I liked that. I kind of didn't really want to just tick a box and say, I'll oh, have this, this and this, and then turn up in six months and, and do it. I kind of liked the speaking to people and I emailed them about 500 times okay. with the different questions and different ideas. And I, I, I liked that. That's great. And now, how did
0: your friends and family react when they found out that's where your wedding was going to be?
1: Everybody was really excited. We were kind of, we'd prepared ourselves for, you know, the worst and that nobody was going to come and it was going to just be us. And obviously, it's a lot of time off work and a lot of money for everybody to fly all the way across the Atlantic. But we had a really, really good reaction. Everybody was excited to go, um, excited, you know, to spend time all together. Um, We had a really a really good reaction and we were really lucky.
0: That's great. How many guests made the trip?
1: 24 Um most of which came from the UK but we had some from Dubai and one, my best friend came from Korea.
0: Wow that's great that they were able to join you.
1: Yeah yeah really lucky. Now how did you guys decide
0: where you wanted your ceremony and your reception to be?
1: So the ceremony we always knew I always wanted the Pavilion, you know, I've seen it when we've been on the monorail. I love the idea that you could see the castle. The reception was kind of a happy accident, so I knew I wanted to be outside. You know, the the nice climate over there was the reason why we'd gone, so I knew I wanted to be outside, and I knew I wanted to incorporate fireworks um, somewhere. So we, what we decided on when we had been looking on the you know build your own wedding on the website was italy isola west was what we'd kind of got our heart set on but because of the time of year we got married in november that was blacked out for the food and wine Hmm. so the planner suggested that we did Rue de paris so we had a little look and we didn't hadn't really couldn't really see a lot on there there was there was one picture on your passport is of the little area which is just really a path when it isn't a wedding it was kind of The only option, but we were happy with it, if that makes sense.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm interested to hear how it turned out because it is kind of long and narrow and it's sort of back in this cove. So you're not like right in front of the fireworks show. How did it work out for you guys?
1: So we were really happy with it. We had quite a small group. There was 26 of us in total. And what they'd done is it's kind of at one end, they'd set up the bar and they'd set up some like cocktail tables. So they did kind of a pre-reception in that half and then as it gets a bit wider as you go around the corner they set us up three round tables and then a top table and our top table kind of backed onto the lake it worked really well we didn't see a lot of the fireworks because we were taking the fireworks pictures so you kind of have your back to the fireworks the whole time when they're doing that but everybody said that the view was good and they were really pleased with the, with the view but obviously there are those trees there so it's slightly obstructed view
0: okay but it's good to hear that your guests thought it was great so
1: oh everybody was so pleased and we had a few guests who weren't going into the parks at all my nan's got a friend who lives out in florida she used to live here and she emigrated and she'd said to my nan oh you know if you're not going to disney just make sure you go to epcot make sure you go to epcot the fireworks at epcot are fabulous blah 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 my nan actually repeated that to my dad and my dad was like i'm sure that that's at the wedding (laughs) and So she was really pleased that, you know, the recommendation that she'd had and you know she was keen to avoid theme parks and she managed to still see the fireworks whilst avoiding the hustle of people.
0: (laughs) That's wonderful.
1: Now did you guys have a theme to your wedding? We didn't have a set theme. We stuck with like pastel colours. My dress had got a little bit of pink in, and so we did I did a pale pink bridesmaid and then my little sister who was Bridesmaid stroke flower girl because she couldn't decide which she wore. Pale purple, and then we'd got pale pink petals sort of everywhere and little bits of pale pink. At the reception, we'd got Disney touches, so we had three round tables, and the centrepieces were each a princess, so we had the Cinderella carriage, the rose from Beauty and the Beast and then we had like the um candelabra with the knife fork and spoon in from the little mermaid right and then we had the ear hats as play settings so there was like l- little bits of themes but not like a massive like some people really go for it with the themes don't they i was just was setting theme
0: well when you're outdoors at epcot there's so much beautiful insta decor all around you you hardly need to do anything yeah yeah now, did you guys add any other events like a rehearsal dinner, a farewell brunch, bridal tea, kind of stuff like that?
1: No, we didn't. We had a barbecue the following day, but it was outside of, of Disney. It was at my in-laws. They had rented a villa, and it was massive, and they had done this barbecue with any amount of food, like everything you could imagine. So we had everybody together the next day, which was really nice because when it had finished – the wedding kind of all I wanted to do was talk about the wedding so the next day I'd got a captive audience of people and then when we'd done the park shoot that morning so my hair and makeup was all done and they'd actually given us a couple of like sneak peek photos when they picked us up for the park shoot so I was able to sort of take those to the barbecue as well and show them around whilst you know telling everybody about the day that they'd already been out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a
0: great tip that, you know, it's another opportunity to see everybody and I love this idea of using a villa that somebody's rented. I'm sure it's much more economical than, you know, booking a room or doing going to a restaurant. So that's great, a great tip.
1: It was nice because it was quite laid back as well. So my little sister's nine, so she was never out of the pool and she just loved that. And they bought loads of inflatables and they were kind of all around the pool as well. And it was really nice as well because a lot of people, because they traveled so far, we had people who stayed in Orlando, but we also had people who went down to Miami and different places in Florida. So it was kind of the last day where everybody was together. So it was nice to have somewhere where everybody could be together and like you say obviously it wasn't as expensive as saying oh everybody needs to meet in the magic kingdom and then everybody's got to buy a park ticket you know it was just either a taxi or a car ride away for everybody
0: that's great now can you give me a timeline of how the wedding day ran
1: yeah so I woke up at five o'clock in the morning for no real reason I just was nervous and excited but because at 5 o'clock there, it's actually 10 o'clock here, I made a massive mistake and thought, oh, I'll just have a look at my phone. And I'd got lots of well wishes, so I never actually went back to sleep. <laughs> and we started the day at Chef Mickey. My mum had made us all spotty skirts, and we'd got tops. So mine said bride, and then bridesmaid. And then my friend's called Millie, so we'd done Millie Mouse on hers, which was cute. So we all went like, dressed up as Chef Mickey and had breakfast. And then we got back to the room at about 11 and, and started getting ready. Stephanie and Courtney from Disney Fine Art Photography were with us at quarter to two for getting ready photos. So we had to be, like, ready for the getting ready photos with obviously just not having my dress on. Then Stephanie and Courtney went down to take pictures of Matt and his family in the lobby and my dad came up to us then. and then it's like quite strict because they obviously don't want Matt to see me so they'd run behind Matt, Matt and his best man had hired cars they're both real like petrol heads they're into cars so instead of wedding cars they'd hired like sporty cars so Matt had had a Mustang and Mike the best man had had a Corvette. So they'd been taking pictures with that, but I think they'd had problems with where they were going to position them. So they were running late. So one of the girls had run up to the room all panicked, like, are you still there? Stay there. Don't come down until we tell you because we're not finished with Matt yet. <laughs> so then we went down and we took pictures on the stairs at the Grand Floridian, which was one of my favourite things. Like That was one of the things that I just wanted was pictures on those stairs you kind of when you're walking around disney you see people having pictures on those stairs and i'm always like so jealous (laughs) (laughs) and then we went across to the wedding pavilion and we sat in the bride's vestibule whilst everybody walked in which i think was for about 10 minutes but it feels like about 10 hours that you're kind of (laughs) nervous to walk and deciding that you're going to fall over, even though you don't normally fall over <laughs> today will be the day, I'm sure. <laughs> and then, yeah, we had the ceremony there. We took pictures at the arch around the back, is it picture point that it's called? Took pictures around there and took group pictures inside the pavilion. And then and we went across to Epcot, but me and Matt stayed back a little bit longer and took a few more pictures, just the two of us. And then while we went across... And then as soon as we got there, we did the first dance and then the speeches straight after that. And then we had food, lots of food. And then we watched the fireworks. And then I did my father-daughter dance and threw the bouquet. And then that that was it. That was the end. Interesting. So the timing was such that you had the
0: bulk of your reception before Illuminations.
1: Yeah, so we got to Epcot at about half past six um illuminations was at nine and then we finished the reception at 11 but again me and matt stayed back and we took portraits in france in epcot after the reception so stephanie was quite excited about that i think she said she hadn't shot very much in epcot in the dark so she was excited
0: <laughs> that's cool and so your reception started around 6 30 so what ceremony time did you have like five o'clock Five o'clock, yeah. Got it. Okay. Now, because you were outdoors at Epcot while the park was open almost the whole time of your reception, did you have any of the entertainment they do allow, like acoustic musicians? Or
1: yeah, we had an acoustic guitar. I thought he was fabulous. I loved him we had given him the song for the first dance and we'd given him the song for the father-daughter dance. And then my planner had said, do you want to list the songs that he does? Do you want him to kind of sense the mood and do the songs based on that? And I said to just kind of do his own thing, really. And at some points, it was almost as if I'd picked songs. So we'd obviously picked the songs based on my first dance choice and my father-daughter dance choice. And Some of them that he played were fabulous. Now, we did have a couple of people who said that you couldn't hear him very well over the park sound, Hmm. but that wasn't my experience. I could hear him fine.
0: Okay. And did you do anything like, did you have characters come later? Probably not because it was going to be over so soon after the park closed.
1: No, we weren't allowed characters because the park was was open and obviously where you walk past, it's quite open so the public could, could see. So we weren't allowed characters, but... To be honest, I don't. The characters weren't kind of up there for us. They weren't something that were a that were a must-have. So we weren't we weren't disappointed to not be able to have them.
0: And for any listeners who are interested in doing an outdoor evening reception in Epcot, if you start your reception later, say with illuminations as the cocktail hour, you can have characters come after the park has been closed. Technically, you have to wait till it's been closed for two hours, which would be like. Eleven or eleven thirty, but usually they're able to kind of squeak them in a little bit sooner, like maybe 10 30 But that's something to consider. That it kind of makes the evening go late if that's something that's really important to you. So now my next question is: Do you have any recommendations of menu items that you particularly liked for your meal or your pre-reception or maybe your cake flavors?
1: So we had a lemon flavored sponge cake with lemon buttercream, and we also had like the drippy icing down the side. Mm. It was really nice. We did the Mickey Waffle Station, which was amazing. It was so much fun. It was something, you know, for people to do. And, you know, a lot of people who were there had never had a Mickey Waffle before. So that was really, really good. We had a lot of compliments on the coconut mash, which we had on our buffet. A few people have attempted to make it since we've been home and I don't think anybody's succeeded. But that was really yummy.
0: Ooh, what is coconut mash? Is it a dessert-y thing or is it a mashed potato-y thing?
1: It was mashed potato, but it was just had the slightest hint of coconut. Interesting. It was really good. It was recommended to us by um, our planner. They kind of built us a menu, if you like. We weren't able to attend a tasting, so we were just going with, you know, what people had told us were, were good and it really paid off for us.
0: Okay, And that's something I wanted to ask about is you weren't able to come over for a tasting. Did you do a planning session?
1: So we did a planning session over the phone. And then we had a session with the photographers over, it wasn't Skype. I can't remember what it was called, but it was similar to Skype. It was like a video call Hmm. type thing.
0: And then for the rest of planning, it sounds like you did a lot of email. Did you find it was difficult being from the UK or did the times work out where you could like send a question and then when you woke up, you had an answer?
1: (laughs) It worked quite well, to be honest, because you could send something over on email and email works quite well because if they don't know the answer, they can go and find out the answer and come back to you when they have it. So you don't, whereas with a phone call, you kind of get a, I'm not sure I'll come back to you with an email. You know, you might have to wait a few hours, but they'll come back and they'll say, yes, we can do this, and this is what it'll cost, or no, we can't do that. That's not that's not an option. Okay, great. So when
0: you were planning, what were the most and least important aspects? where you spent your money or you put in a lot of time, or where you saved money or saved a lot of time?
1: The most important thing for me was that everybody had a good time. They had all come such a long way, and it obviously cost people a lot of money to come. So we just wanted it to be fun. So we spent quite a bit of money on transport. We picked everybody up from where they were staying and brought them to the pavilion and then we took them across to Epcot and then we took them back to where they were staying afterwards. And we also, we did the package bar. So we paid for the bar in advance. So it was, you know, free to everybody who who attended. We, We just wanted them to have a nice time. We didn't want it to be oh, no, I'm going to have to book a taxi or anything stressful like that. And for for anybody planning, I'd say that on the on the groups and things, a lot of girls get really stressed when people are asking them questions about how they're going to get there and where they're going to go and what they're going to do and where should they use for a taxi. So whereas just saying to somebody, well, this guy's going to pick you up from your villa at you know, 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock and then he's going to bring you back when it's finished, it's just Easy for us as well. It's not kind of organising everybody to do different things. You know, for us, we knew where everybody was at any time. We knew nobody was going to be late. It just made it really, really nice and stress free. We also sort of prioritised photography because we had so many people who couldn't come out with us. We wanted something lasting, something that we could take back and share the day with, with them.
0: Okay, great. And were there areas that you were less interested in, or you just thought, oh, we can save money on that?
1: So the thing that I did that I think horrifies some girls is I didn't swap the chairs at Epcot. I had the black plastic chairs, but it was never really something that that bothered me. I know a lot of people just hate them, but with it being dark when it was our reception, you didn't really even notice. I've said to a couple of people since, what did you think of the chairs? And they're like, I didn't notice them. Was I supposed (laughs) to? It's them. Were well, they fancy chairs? I'm sure they were lovely, but but yeah. So we kept the we kept the black the black chairs that were included, and then um, floral. I bought my own floral with me, which did save us money. But again, it was silk floral that I had made in in this country, and it also kind of saves worry because I knew what they looked like. I knew they were there. They were exactly what I wanted beforehand it wasn't a case of somebody turning up on the day with you know fresh fresh flowers and me thinking oh that wasn't what I wanted you know I knew that that they were right so
0: that's a good point yeah you can really control it more that way
1: yeah so they they were a couple of areas really where we where we saved okay
0: what ended up being your favorite memory of the day
1: so my favorite memory is really cheesy and I was saying to Matt before this i didn't know whether i should say a better memory but this is my genuine favorite memory is when we went to take our fireworks portraits they walked us down and they took us to buy you know where that bridge is where the boats sit when you're doing the illumination cruises
0: right
1: that's why we took our firework pictures and whilst we were waiting for the fireworks to start down there a little girl thought that i was a princess and had a picture taken with me <laughs> And that was probably my favorite moment That somebody thought I was a princess
0: <laughs> That's adorable <laughs> And that's also nice that they took you down To the lower section Of the French Terrace Because the fireworks pictures are better down there
1: Yes, yeah It was it was really good Stephanie had said beforehand That it could be an option It might be an option And luckily they, were, they weren't using the area So we were able to go down there
0: That's great
1: Now, did anything go
0: wrong or just not turn out like you expected?
1: The car that was supposed to take us from the wedding pavilion to Epcot actually got stuck behind an accident. But we didn't actually know any different, really. We, We spent the money for cars on the wedding on Matt's sporty cars that he wanted. So we were just going in like town cars and vans across to Epcot. So we just got a got a town car that we were going to go across to got in, we were going across after everybody nobody was going to see it so it it didn't really make any difference they got one of the vans to double back and we went in a van and it perhaps was for the best because my dress was massive I don't know if it would fit in the car (laughs) but um but yeah that that happened we also had a small issue that Disney rectified really quickly where my A friend is a vegetarian and we'd pre-ordered her a vegetarian meal and what she really wanted was tomato pasta and my planner was really worried that I was going to have to pay over the odds for tomato pasta because they had to pay so much for the plated meal but I was fine with that. just wanted to have what she wanted. On the day, what they brought her was a tofu steak which really wasn't what she is into. Mm. But I think they did it because... My uncle's partner is a vegetarian, but she hadn't told me on the RSVP. We didn't know until the day before the wedding. So we'd rang and added on an extra vegetarian meal literally 24 hours before. I think it had kind of got like confused at that that point. But Lisa, our planner, walked past Millie as she was eating a dinner and said, that should be tomato pasta. And within about five minutes, they'd swapped it for her. She'd got what she should have had.
0: Wow, that is Disney service at its finest.
1: Yeah, but I hadn't even noticed. And Millie wasn't that bothered because although she'd got the plated meal, she could also eat from the buffet. So she'd just loaded up a plate of macaroni cheese and bread. <laughs> and she was quite, quite happy. She just kind of pushed her meal to the side. And then it was Lisa who walked past and said, you're supposed to have tomato pasta. And within five minutes, it was there.
0: Wow. Now, is there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be?
1: So the two days before we were due to fly, my friend was poorly. She wasn't wasn't very well. They thought she had appendicitis. And there was about 24 hours where we really thought she wasn't coming. Now, she is my friend and she was also my hairdresser and her husband was the best man. And... It all worked out fine, and they all they, they were fine. She didn't have appendicitis. She came when she did get on the plane. I was wondering whether she should be on the plane. She looked really poorly, but she was on the plane, so I was I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of gave us like a weird perspective where I think everything could have gone wrong, and we were just so happy that they were there. Whereas before that had happened, everything was a big deal to me every single little thing you know I was worrying about napkin folds and worrying about how people are going to get here and how people are going to get there and worrying about what people's cousins aunties mothers are going to wear and is it going to look nice on the pictures but then because it just kind of I don't know it it made out nothing a big deal does that make sense
0: yeah definitely it like shifts your priorities and you realize oh this is about celebrating our wedding with our friends and family and that's it
1: (laughs) It was, I think it was really good for all of us because we just really appreciated it and really enjoyed it because we were like, yes, everybody's here. That's the most important thing.
0: Wow. That's great. Now, is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now?
1: Yes. I wish I had a video. Mm. I never wanted a video. was really anti-video. I thought they were a lot of money, that I would never watch it, that I wouldn't, interested in watching the video that we were having all these photos and I was going to cover the house in photos and that would be enough and I'd even heard I know it's what a lot of people answer this question with is I wish I had a video and I've listened to hundreds of podcasts where girls have said I wish I had a video and always just thought no I don't I don't think I want a video I should have <laughs> I should have listened <sighs> I think the the thing for me with the video was is, is that what I hadn't really realized is that you miss so much of the day so I was held back so I didn't see anybody else walk down the aisle so we had um my mom and her partner walked down the aisle and they lit a unity candle and my mother and father-in-law they walked and lit the side of the unity candle Matt and the best man walked into um He's a pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean, which I imagine was hilarious. He picked that himself, and he's quite shy, Matt is. It just was, like, really out of character. Until the very last minute, it was supposed to be, like, the Cooks Naive, which they're like an indie band. And that was what he was having until the very last minute. And he's like, no, I think I want this. So he walked into that, and then my sister walks in scattering petals and all these things that people tell you were either funny or cute or nice, and I just didn't see any of that and then the other thing with the video was the speeches so my main memory of the speeches was that I liked all the speeches and I thought they were all nice but I couldn't really tell you exactly what was said in each one I'd love to be able to hear them again and you know relive that
0: that's a good point yeah it really captures everything of the day
1: yeah and you you know if you don't have one you can't get one it's not like you can go back and Go back and have it, whereas, you know, if you even just had a, a cheap one or, you know, one where you just get the raw image and they don't even edit it, you can always go back and have it edited and made fancy later on. But yeah, I wish I had a video.
0: Interesting. Okay. Any other tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms?
1: Just to not worry, really. Disney really know what they're what they're doing. Everything turns out perfect. Don't don't stress at all. go. Quick.
0: is there any place online where my
1: listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day so i have an instagram account that's got lots of pictures on there which is at katiecapps and then my friend did a write-up on her her blog my friend who's my hairdresser she's got a blog i can give you the the link she did quite a good write-up of the day with lots of pictures
0: okay great i can put that in the post and i'll also put a slideshow of images in the post on disneyweddingpodcast.com Real. Well, Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's planning a Wishes event, maybe outdoors at Epcot and especially anyone planning from the UK. So I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp, or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.